spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hello and welcome to Extra Prep, the News Gazette's weekly high school sports podcast. I'm Joey Wright and Matt Daniels will join me soon in Bismarck, where we ventured out this week to catch up with Carson Stevenson and Owen Miller, two Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin baseball players, as well as head coach Mark Dodd and assistant coach Michael Grant. The big story this week is that Coach Dodd's son, Dylan, is going to get called up to pitch for the Atlanta Braves. Expected to get added to the 40-man roster on Monday, April 3rd, and is expected to pitch for the Braves when they face the St. Louis Cardinals in St. Louis on Tuesday, April 4th. We'll talk plenty with Mark about that. We'll also get the lowdown on Carson and Owen's perspective on the Blue Devils season from a player's point of view. And we'll talk to Michael Grant. He's going to coach the Blue Devils on Monday when they play Oakwood because Mark will be in St. Louis. Plenty more coming up on Extra Prep. Stick around. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome to Extra Prep, Joey Wright and Matt Daniels in Bismarck this week. Glad to be joined by a duo of Bismarck-Henning-Rossville Alvin baseball players, Carson Stevenson and Owen Miller, assistant coach Michael Grant and head coach Mark Dodd. Mark, I'm sure it hasn't been a busy week at all for you, right? I'm sure everything is is business as usual in the the last couple of days. Not even close. Not even close. Matter of fact, I, I apologized to my baseball team a couple of days ago because I've been a little distracted, and they, <laughs> they completely understand, and, and they might be a little distracted too, but it's a, it's a good kind of distraction. Obviously, the, the news of the week in, in Bismarck and the surrounding area too, I've gotten texts from people I know in Vermilion County that just say, hey, what about Dylan Dye? That's just awesome. Uh, as Dylan's father, former coach, set to make his major league debut next Tuesday in St. Louis against the Cardinals. Uh, what's uh, what's been the cavalcade of emotions, feelings that you and your family have, and the school community has been dealing uh, with? It's it's very strange. There's a lot of attention, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's awkward. <laughs> uh, you know, my, that's awkward for Dylan. I mm-hmm. know, and you yeah. know, he's like really in the center of it. And then mm-hmm. it, you know, it trickles down to to me and my wife and the school. And mm-hmm. um, you know, to me, that it gets a little embarrassing sometimes because mm-hmm. I haven't done anything. Yeah. You know, I, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just dad, and uh, so. But we're, we'll, uh, well, hopefully he can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I think he's got the right mindset for the, for the task at hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be a basket case. <laughs> um, there's no way around that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just this is something that you, you know you dream about. But mm-hmm. wow, when it's right here, it's it's pretty pretty amazing. Yeah, one thing that and I know I've talked to you about this before, Mark. Too is one thing that that really stands out to me in, in Dylan's journey is uh, he was a two-time News Gazette first-team All-Area baseball pick his junior and senior year, and his senior year we asked these 
we ask kind of the same questions to all the honorees that uh, get selected for it. And one of the questions is, what's your dream job? And he wrote down as a senior, my dream job is to be a professional baseball player. And that has come to fruition, and now he's kind of at the, the pinnacle for that. So that's just got to – and I know we talked about this back in August too, you know, kids even from small towns, they can dream that. And for him to have that come to fruition, it's just got to be such a surreal feeling for you. For sure. Sure. For sure. And, um, you know, hard work still works. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's, that's kind of probably the motto of my whole family, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for my parents and my wife's parents and the way we conduct ourselves, I feel. Um, but he's, he's had a, I think that was a goal for his, mm-hmm. for him. Like he, when he was young, he wanted to, you know, just try to get mm-hmm. try to get um try to get to the draft try yeah. to get on try to just go and and see if he really you know was good enough mm-hmm. um and that really was a goal now the dream of course was you know someday making it and yeah. uh, so that's why it's 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 gone really fast mm-hmm. way yeah. faster than anybody could have guessed and yeah. and that's just a credit to him cuz mm-hmm. um you know he's had to do it the hard way mm-hmm. you know junior college and uh, being a two-way player and honestly we always thought he would be a position player because mm-hmm. you know, yeah. he hit the ball real well. Mm-hmm. He's a lefty and, and was, you know, a good athlete could play mm-hmm. outfield or first base. And, uh, and then, you know, when, when he told me, uh, in the fall, his first year at SEMO that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he was struggling at the plate in the fall games and he said, but they're talking about having me be a Friday starter. <laughs> you know, and I, I was kind of crushed, honestly, uh-huh. cause, uh, <laughs> you know, we just love seeing him play every day mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and they and to to Simo's credit, they uh, they left it up to him, mm-hmm. and, and he he's the one that chose to just go ahead and focus on pitching, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that's turned out to be a, the, the wise decision. Yeah. You mentioned how fast it's gone, and wanting to see him play every day. How many miles did you put on the family car last <laughs> year? Correct me if I'm wrong, but he pitched at all three levels, right? A ball, double A, and triple A, just in 2022. He did, and uh, my wife's the one that really put on most of the miles. I was still here mm-hmm. uh, for most of the summer because uh, I was with my younger son Dawson, mm-hmm. who was playing summer ball and, and and training for college. And plus, I'm you know we were training our athletes mm-hmm. here right. and yeah. playing football, and so I got to go I think three times to Welcome. see him live. And in three different stadiums, which was pretty amazing. But um, my wife and uh, her parents, they they get in the car and go, and uh, and that's that's awesome because uh, she's she's definitely his biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Owen, what's it like for uh, for you to be a senior now here at Bismarck Henning Rossville High School and to know that there's a kid that walked these same hallways that did the same things you're doing athletic wise, and now he's going to go pitch at Bush Stadium on Tuesday night. Yeah, it's really encouraging mm-hmm. to know that. You don't have to be in a big city, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's, it's awesome. Gotcha, Carson. For you, what's it like? Do, what's your? Do you have any Dylan Dodd memories growing up as a kid here, watching him play at all, or just following his journey to where he's at now at all? Um, yeah, I actually I moved in. I saw I haven't been going here my whole life, okay. so I moved in a little later than mm-hmm. expected, and went through junior high. Didn't really know. I knew of like of Dawson as a younger brother, mm-hmm. but I didn't really like hang out with him, but. About freshman year, me and Dawson, we played the same position, so mm-hmm. I kind of got close with Dawson, and mm-hmm. I was around, and obviously Dylan was in college at the time, so I didn't really get to see him much, but over this winter, I pitched with him a couple times, played okay. catch a little bit, but played Xbox here and there with him every once in a while, but <laughs> not really, not really, I haven't really hung out with him much. Yeah, so, gotcha. Yeah. Who's the better athlete in the Dodd family? Is Ooh. it Dawson or Dylan? <laughs> oh, their dad, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know, like I said, I... Both very talented players. Who's got the better flow in the hair game? Is it Dylan Ooh. or, or Dawson? 
Dawson's used to be really long. I'm not going to lie to you. It used to be down there, but Kepwise, probably Dylan. I'll give it to Dylan. Okay, fair enough. Uh, assistant coach Michael Grant here, going to be acting head coach uh, next week. Uh, you guys play Oakwood on Monday. Mark will be in St. Louis getting his game face on and getting all the uh, emotions. I'm sure that will overwhelm him on, on Tuesday night. Just what's that going to be like filling out the lineup card and just kind of keeping uh, keeping everything humming here while – a lot of people in, in Bismarck and Rossville, Alvin and Henny are going to be, you know, focused on what's going on in St. Louis. Well, the first thing I said was, I'm sure the Oakwood staff will be disappointed <laughs> not to see him there, because <laughs> he uh, everyone wants to talk to him and ask him about Dylan. But through the the minor leagues last year, I think I did have to do it once or twice mm-hmm. last year, and uh, he still runs the show, um, makes the lineup card. Okay. Uh, he's always here in practice with the kids. He doesn't really miss anything still, mm-hmm. um, and. I used to play for him, so he kind of <laughs> hands me the stuff and says, don't screw it up. So that's just kind of the best advice he gives me there, and I'll do all I can not to screw it up. Um, but uh, it's always exciting when you get to take the reins over a little bit. Um, and I always encourage him that I can do it at any time, especially with Dylan being at the major league level. Yeah. Um, I always got his back if he's got to go somewhere. And uh, it's really exciting. So if the, the if the wins happen next week, they go in your ledger. But if the if losses happen, <laughs> they they go to Mark's record. Right? Uh, Is that how yes, it works? Yep, that's how it's going to work. Okay. Has, <laughs> Mar- has Mark mellowed over the years at all? I would say yes, <laughs> because we used to win. We win a lot more now than we used to used to back then when I was mm-hmm. a player. Obviously, building programs in mm-hmm. both sports takes some time. So we went through the bumpy roads, but. He's a lot happier when we win. <laughs> <laughs> As is everyone, right? Uh, hey, speaking of wins, Carson, you guys got in the win column for the first time this season last night against Rantoul. Just uh, it looked like the offense was clicking, you know, looking at the box score. looked like uh, things kind of came together. Just take us inside that one. F- first win of the year, but hopefully plenty more to come, right? Um, yeah, no, we started off uh, a lot of a lot of errors in the field especially, and our bats haven't been too hot as a team. We'll mm-hmm. have, like, some streaks going on. But, no, last night they didn't throw. The ideal pitcher that we want to face was a lot a lot slower mm-hmm. and velocity-wise. Uh, we made an adjustment, and I feel like we had a couple big innings and, you know, just put the ball in play. We're, I don't think we had any errors in the field last night. So, no errors, and we won a ball game. That's just how it works. Owen, what's the hardest part about playing high school baseball in Illinois in March with the <laughs> unpredictable nature yeah, of the weather? Yeah, so, uh, Obviously, weather, you never know what you're going to get. Um, but I think another hard thing with high school baseball is teaching discipline mm-hmm. with all your players and kind of getting that chemistry mm-hmm. going. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Mark, for you, um, as you juggle both, obviously your teaching responsibilities here, your coaching responsibilities, your responsibilities as a, as a dad just – how do you cram everything you want to into a day and, and feel like you can get everything accomplished and, and not get overwhelmed with everything that's kind of being thrown I, your uh, way at all? I write a lot of lists, honestly. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm that guy. Okay. Um, and if I, I, I write it down and keep it so I don't forget because it's easy to mess up, mm-hmm. honestly, with as much stuff as I do. But uh, luckily my kids, my own children, I mean, they've been pretty pretty easy on me. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're good kids. They don't get in trouble. They're athletes who always work hard and kind of uh, have been examples so that helps a lot you know mm-hmm. and, and it's a lot easier to go to practice and to weight training when when you know you're bringing your own son with you too because mm-hmm. you know that's where where your focus will be so yeah. um my, my wife's really good about it too um she's she's a teacher at Danville High mm-hmm. 
and so she's that's all she knows is the our lifestyle and she's mm-hmm. the wife of a coach so you know she she goes through a lot mm-hmm. um and then and then of course she's also all of our biggest fans too yeah. so gotcha. i mean it's truly a family thing gotcha. and uh we wouldn't really have it any other way we really don't know any other way yeah exactly um I'm I'm probably not very good when I don't have anything to do. <laughs> that's, that's like bad habits come out. I don't, I don't like that. So gotcha. no, we have fun. All right, Mark, take us into what Sunday morning was like. What you were doing when either Dylan called you or you found out the news that he was going to be promoted to the big leagues. Okay, well that was actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he uh, well, my wife had just gotten home. She just got off a flight because she okay. was watching every game in spring training. Okay. So she got home at one thirty in the morning. Really? Okay. And then uh, my younger son, Dawson, had come home also. So mm-hmm. all three of us were there, and it was probably 2.30 before we got to bed. Okay. And at 7.30, I get a phone call, and I look, and it kind of woke me up. Uh-huh. And it was Dylan, and then, of course, my heart jumped because you don't mm-hmm. know whether you're yeah. going to jump for joy or console. You mm-hmm. know, you just don't know. And uh, he, uh, he was pretty cool about it. He's just like, hey, I just wanted you guys to know. Uh, my next start isn't going to be until April 4th. And he paused. <laughs> oh, man. And then he said, yeah, it'll be in St. Louis. And then and then the screaming started. So <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Uh, if you can, take us inside what you think Tuesday will be like. You mentioned, you know, oh, I'll be a wreck. I'll be uh, all sorts of emotions going through my head, right? But uh, what do you think that'll be like? Because, I mean, you know, sitting in the stands – watching Dylan take the bump. I know they always show the parents of the first-time starter on TV, right? So just... well, we're at the opponent's place. They, they, they probably aren't going to care yeah, right. in the least about, uh, about us. Uh, we've been invited to go in, a, in the suite with, a, with his agent, okay. who we've never actually met face-to-face. Okay. And uh, we have a few other responsibilities mm-hmm. with just some, some people within the Braves. But yeah. When his game starts, I try to just not really talk to anybody and kind of focus, and mm-hmm. we say little prayers, and um, I'm just be be a fan and be dad, and just hope that uh, that he can perform at his best. So, uh, so maybe this can continue on a little longer. Was uh, was Dylan a was he a Brewers fan growing up? Was that right? Yeah, I'm actually from Milwaukee. Okay. That's where I was born. Okay. I lived there till I was eight, and so yeah, we've I've kind of given them the cheesehead lifestyle and. Uh, um, or Brewers and Packers, and uh, does he does he know the Braves ties to Milwaukee at all? Does he is he he does of that? Okay. he does, uh, but you know, Dad's telling him old stories of watching Hank Aaron at County <laughs> Stadium isn't uh, that isn't really that cool. But what is cool is the last time Dylan and I really watched a playoff game for the Brewers, mm-hmm. Orlando Arcia was the shortstop, mm-hmm. and and that we sat down and watched this you know pivotal game, which yeah. the Brewers end up losing. But um, you know, to me, it's like. You know, I talked to him the other day, and this is what I talked to him about. Like, you know, the guy we used to watch on TV and root for, the kid playing shortstop, is mm-hmm. now your shortstop. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that just that stuff like that just blows me away. And, mm-hmm. you know, those little scenes in spring training when, you know, he's going to come out of the game and, you know, you have Austin Riley and mm-hmm. and Murphy and Olsen and Albies, and they're all in there, you know, patting him on the behind. And I'm just like, that's just really cool for me as the dad. Just like, wow. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to him when the, you know <laughs> the season's over. I'm going to ask him all about all this stuff. Um, so yeah, how do you, cool. how do you balance that too? Because I'm sure you just want to soak everything in that you can, but you also don't want to, you know, bombard him with getting too much in his head before you know he makes his first start. No, nope, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I have to. My wife and I try to be the parent. Mm-hmm. If he needs something, let him know. Like, hey, we we 
whatever you need, we'll we'll make sure. Uh, like he has tickets, and mm-hmm. and uh, so my wife pretty much took that off his plate. Just like we'll handle it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't talk to him much. Mm-hmm. He knows, like he is truly a professional yeah. at his job, and uh, we trust that he he will he will do what he needs to do to mm-hmm. be ready. So, and if he asks me, obviously I'm always here for him. Carson, uh, obviously you played multiple sports, just like Owen here, uh, just like Dylan Dodd back in there, just like a lot of kids here at, at Bismarck. Uh, how much do you think, you know, football success helps you, you know, on the baseball field in the spring at all? Yeah, no, I think we we all play together for the most part. So, like, our chemistry, I feel like it's pretty high for the most part. We spend all, all the year with each other. So, I don't know, I just – we work well together for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, we got our friend groups, obviously, but that doesn't really change the matter that we yeah. all, you know work well as a team and I feel like just building like those friendships so we can all trust each other have each other's backs no matter what sport or Mm -hmm. no matter what so I think it's a great thing especially in a small school you know everyone and I'm sure it's different in a bigger school but (laughs) here we know everyone and we're all good friends and we Mm -hmm. all get along and just do what we gotta do Owen what's your earliest memory of coach Dodd what's uh take (laughs) us back to the very start you mentioned growing up with everyone and you know that small town kind of community just Take us back to the very beginning. Yeah, so I'm from Rossville originally, mm-hmm. so I never really knew him until high school. But mm-hmm. I remember coming to winter weightlifting in eighth grade, and that was my first time seeing him. And I heard tons of different <laughs> things, <laughs> whether people loved him or hated him. Or, <laughs> so I didn't really know what to think. But after being one of his players for the past three years, it's – I've loved him. Yeah. One of my favorite coaches. Owen, are there a lot of new Braves fans in the hallways at Bismarck Indian Roswell Alvin High School this week? Uh, I think pretty much everyone here is a Braves fan. Uh, I know one of my best friends. His name is Murphy McCool. Mm-hmm. He's a diehard Braves fan, so I'm sure he's loving hearing this news. Gotcha. Have you guys downloaded uh, – I don't know if you guys are big gamers. Have you downloaded MLB The Show yet? And, and if so, have you pitched with Dylan yet? <laughs> Carson has, has not. No, I've actually I've not pitched with them. However, I do I do play the show here every once in a while. But <laughs> yeah. no, I haven't even honestly I haven't even processed that thought until you just said something about <laughs> it. You know. Gotcha, uh, Michael. You're sitting here. You're you're wearing a Cubs polo, uh, a Cubs hoodie. I guess. Uh, are you gonna be okay if you know Dylan shuts out your favorite team or something this season? Oh, Dylan Dodd. He can do that anytime. Like that is. <laughs> that is uh, that is okay with me. Um, he's actually got me pretty busy. I always go to the first weekend series, obviously okay. a Sunday, because mm-hmm. being a teacher coach, yeah, that's our only off duties. And so <laughs> I'm going there Sunday, okay, making the drive back, and then I'm going to go ahead to St. Louis Tuesday. So I got a little bit of a busy week. <laughs> um, I I like to visit a lot of MLB parks in the summer, but mm-hmm. Dylan Dodd's got me in that routine before school ends this time and that's okay with me michael what would you say is the breakdown of mlb fans here in in this community at all i'd say it's 50 50 cubs cards okay. and about 0.5 percent braves for okay. coach dot over here <laughs> um uh I think he's going to make the switch from the Brewers to the Braves this year uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> gotcha. Truest Park, by the way, fantastic park. I went the year it opened. That's a, that's a great place to catch a game if you're if you're looking. I know one, sure of our, one of uh, our – Which park was that? The, the Braves, Braves Park. park. Oh, Truest yes. Park. I, I've yeah. never been there. I hear yeah. it's brand new. they got, like, couches in the outfield, I've noticed. Like, yeah. 
TVs at some places. I, I haven't been to uh, a super new park yet, obviously being from going to Wrigley Field all the time, but <laughs> I'm sure Coach Dodd will get me down there at some yeah. point. My seats weren't that good, but it is a nice <laughs> place to watch a game. <laughs> Mark, what was it like when you found out, too, that uh, – It'd be in St. Louis, you know. It's it's drivable to to get there. Obviously, it's about a three hour drive from here. But it's not like he's, you know, on the West Coast or anything, or out east or something. I really something. think that's yeah. That's what makes it even more special mm-hmm. because like we can, we can kind of share this with, you know, it's close enough where, you know, people that have an interest and there's people that don't even know Dylan, don't even know me, mm-hmm. who have already contacted me and, and that I know have just been you know, like, hey, I you don't know me, but <laughs> you've been rooting for your son and congratulations, and that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, it just doesn't happen very much in a mm-hmm. in a little place like this. And um, you know, my my talk with him when he was going, I just I just you know, this is the coach speak in me, right? <laughs> so not trying to be big headed or anything, but I, I told him, you know, when he was going to spring training that, you know, all those guys that are veterans, they're there to just get in shape and mm-hmm. do stuff. I said, you're there to compete. Yeah. You have to do something. You're the nobody from nowhere. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you have to make sure you're ready to go from day one. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he called me after his first outing. This was, mm-hmm. this was a couple weeks before spring training started because they had him and a few others out early. And I think that was to get the WCB, mm-hmm. WBC yeah. guys yeah. kind of mm-hmm. in shape and ready. Mm-hmm. So he called me, which he doesn't usually do, <laughs> and I was uh, – I was in my car coming back from a coach's meeting, and he said, uh, yeah, I just had my first go here, and I faced uh, um, Acuna yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Rosario mm-hmm. and then the, uh, the backup catcher, Trump, who was yeah. playing for the Netherlands, I mm-hmm. believe. And he said he went through like a simulated at-bats with, with them three times through, and I guess he struck them all out his first time. And he must have been pretty excited because he, he called me to tell me about it. And uh, <laughs> and so that was that was how this started. And um looks like he's he's done the job mm-hmm. so that was uh that was good the nobody from nowhere that's, <laughs> that's, all, that's all right this same of course the, the the talk in this area about a year ago was chucky robinson right mm-hmm. uh, this might be a better question to ask dylan but do they have any relationship you know if he's leaned on maybe chucky at all as he's kind of gone i know chucky's a little bit older but yeah when uh i think chucky had just finished playing for 210 and i think mm-hmm. dylan kind of came in the year after obviously mm-hmm. uh you know, I was at Danville High School mm-hmm. uh, yeah. when this all kind of started. So, um, you know, Chucky's name and his family have mm-hmm. always been pretty prevalent around uh, Danville and, right. and, and post-210 and, and baseball in general. So um, I don't think they have a real close relationship. Uh, I know Coach Grant played with Chucky in, in, uh, in summer ball. So um, even though we don't know him, uh, you know, his grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, when I was at Danville High, was yeah. was, was there quite often and we had those conversations, but we're definitely rooting for Chucky as well. For sure. Carson, what's it like to, uh, I mean, Vermilion County is, uh, you know, obviously Danville's kind of the hub of Verm County, but you've also got all these other small schools with successful tradition-rich athletic programs at all. What's it like to just to kind of have the spotlight on, on Bismarck, you know, this week and the foreseeable weeks too, just with what Dylan's able to accomplish and, and know that there's, you know, really good athletes, you know, at all these high schools that you guys compete against and I'm sure rivals with as well, but I'm sure it's just got to be a cool feeling to be from Vermilion County this week, knowing you've got a a guy that's, you know, coming from a small town that's, you know, made it to the show. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, I feel like, like you said, Danville's really like the centralized Mm -hmm. hub of it, but, you know, a lot of the surrounding schools shine too, especially Mm -hmm. in athletics. There's a good couple, handful of uh, outside schools that excel, but 
No, definitely. It's putting the, put us on the map for, mm-hmm. for the most part, you know. There's a lot of good athletes that come out of Bismarck that never make it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we finally got one that pushed his way all the way mm-hmm. through, and now, and now he's there. So, yeah. like, like I said, put us on the map and mm-hmm. really just got the school out there. Maybe it'll help some of us in the near future, yeah. you know, for college mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. So open up a lot of opportunities. Mark, do you think it helps you, too, that you've got a baseball season here to focus on, too, so you're not – <laughs> just overcome with getting too much in your head about what happens with Dylan and things like that. You can focus on getting the lineup ready for, you know, Thursday afternoon's game against Fisher. Yes and no. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, for me, the time I spend with my team, I like, literally just the whole rest of my life just, like, fades mm-hmm. away. Yeah. And I, I focus <laughs> on the job, and, and it's kind of like therapy, I guess. <laughs> and, and football is definitely even more intense. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just You know, it just takes over my life. Um, and I don't really know any other way to do it. Mm-hmm. I guess when it doesn't, I guess that's probably the time to, to get out because mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't want to ever do anything halfway. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. And um, our kids have been pretty good because this, this, this has been new for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, um, And our players, you know, we don't have a ton of players who, like, play all summer and mm-hmm. do, play travel ball yeah. and do all of that. We have a few, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's really hard, especially early in the spring when, you know, you haven't, you haven't trained and you mm-hmm. haven't been – picking up a bat or you're playing basketball and now yeah. it's like oh now we're playing baseball it's just mm-hmm. you know you two weeks and then you're playing games so <laughs> I mean it's it's tough and we're not going to get overly excited about you know starting off 0-4 mm-hmm. you know you're playing Champaign Central yeah. and St. Joe and mm-hmm. you know the, those programs are are excellent so we can you know we just want to make sure we have a steady progress and, mm-hmm. and I'm old enough and been doing it long enough now that I know <laughs> you know it's not time to panic yeah it's the time to get to get, you know, the things right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mark, I, I did want to ask, you know, on the surface, this might be kind of a simple question, but how do you balance switching from coaching football in the fall to baseball in the spring? Obviously, two different sports, but, you know, is there anything from a coach's standpoint that changes? You is know, he, is he less intense is on the baseball <laughs> diamond? I want, uh, Carson and Owen are nodding their heads yes. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> honestly, when I was in high school, I, I played four sports. Mm-hmm. I was in Iowa. We actually played our high school baseball in the summer. So we mm-hmm. went from basketball to track mm-hmm. to summer baseball for the high school. And I, I guess it's just really the only way I know. And then I, I was sometimes in high school, I remember thinking, you know, you know, oh, when football's over, I, I don't even want to feel, I don't feel like playing <laughs> basketball, mm-hmm. you know. And then, then the day after the last football game, it's like it just clicks and it's like, okay, get your gym shoes, let's go. And, <laughs> Time and, to go. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is with me still. I, yeah. You know, when we – Whenever our baseball season ends, we know summer football is going to start in a few days, and it just it just is an easy transition for mm-hmm. me, um, and it's a fun transition for me because yeah. it's 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 always good to do you know different things and challenge mm-hmm. yourself in different ways. Owen oh, and Carson's question to both of you, and you can take it first. But how much does playing multiple sports help you per se with baseball at all? Uh, once the baseball season gets going, just the inner competitiveness that I'm sure comes out in other sports I'm sure helps on on the baseball diamond too yeah uh you kind of get into a routine of oh you got school and you got practice and sometimes a game so you never really get out of that routine Mm -hmm. and it's like in shape it keeps in shape Mm -hmm. so it keeps you up on your feet Carson same uh same question to you uh yeah no I feel like as of a football player those those like from the summer and all the fall that's mm-hmm. really intense and everything's up and up and about and then um actually this year I didn't participate in a winter sport mm-hmm. um 
So that was kind of nice to get a break off, put some time in the weight room and, you know, just prepare for the upcoming season. And then baseball came along and we picked right back up and had a game in two weeks right mm -hmm. after practice started. So it was, it, was, it was an adjustment, but, you know, I've done it for a couple of years now and gotten into the routine of things. And yeah. it just, you know, it just helps yeah. playing multiple sports. You just, you know what you're getting yourself into when it mm -hmm. comes to your routine and wise. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael and, and Mark, this could be a question for you too. But Michael, if you want to take the first crack at it. Obviously, post ten, post two ten success in, in Legion Ball is, is well documented with their various trips to the state tournament, to regionals, things like that. How much do you think that program in itself helps not only kids here at Bismarck, but kids also spread out throughout Verm County when it comes to just baseball success, you know, in, in their high school seasons at all? Uh, it's a tremendous help. Really, two weeks is for high school is not a lot of time to mm -hmm. get prepared for, you know, actual baseball knowledge yeah. and what you'd want someone to know and. There's good people at Post 210. I've helped coach at the younger le levels there before. Um, I've played it mm -hmm. when I was in high school as well. Uh, at, it's it's awesome getting all those games in, all those tournaments in. Mm -hmm. They have a good little mix of practices during the week. They have mm -hmm. good people to come and throw BP to them. Um, and they're not, for say, playing three, four games in a yeah. day. Mm -hmm. There's you know They have their pool play and then mm -hmm. maybe two games a day. So I don't think it's overkill by any means. Um, I think they have a nice little for the senior team to the junior team to even a lower level team. So mm -hmm. you can play competition and get plenty of bats, and that uh, that helps everybody. Yeah. It really does. All right, Michael, what's your best Chucky Robinson story? My best Chucky <laughs> Robinson story was he was my teammate throughout all of growing up. So mm -hmm. like A-ball league, mm -hmm. all that pony league, and he was about three, three and a half years younger than I was. Okay. And he was on the post-210 team, senior team, coming out of eighth grade. All right. So I was a sophomore, and I'm battling to make, like, <laughs> the A team, which uh -huh. is, like, the JV team. Yeah. Uh, so I made the A team. Senior team got a little low on pitching, so I got called up. Okay. And I looked at Chucky like he was my hero, even though he was <laughs> about three years younger than me. Um, and then the next year I was on the senior team with him, and – Chucky was like the veteran player giving us all <laughs> advice. And I think we had to pick up Chucky for practice because he didn't have his driver's license quite okay. yet. So Chucky was always awesome, yeah. obviously talented baseball player. So mm -hmm. I'll just I'll never forget looking at him like he was my hero for yeah. for there. And I looked up to him. Okay. Fair enough. Mark, when we were uh, when I was out here in July, August, whenever it was, previewing the football season, the weight room was like the lobby of the gym, right? You guys <laughs> had the new weight room under construction, in progress. What is that facility and, and just some of the other new facilities you guys have across the board done for not only football, baseball, but just the athletic program here at Bismarck, getting Rossville, Alvin as a whole? I think it's like a, just a shot in the arm as far as energy-wise, you know, excitement. Um, you know, I think you know, you have new facilities. Uh, you know, our 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 softball girls had to play offsite. Our soccer teams have had to play offsite, and mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, just to have something new, something that really, really nice and a good quality, um, and here I think is huge for for our community. And it's probably long overdue, but um, I think it's a, it's an awesome for our kids because hopefully it'll spark some kids even younger that you know they'll want to be a part of it when they get here because you know that still is always a concern uh, for for every sport in a small school mm -hmm. is, is recruiting your hallways. And uh, there's so much more out there that grabs kids' attention. And not all of it's bad, but mm -hmm. still there's just a lot they have to sift through. And, 
you know, not like the old days when we didn't have anything else to do besides right. sports. You know, yeah. the kids have a lot of options these days. So mm-hmm. that's the way I look at it. If it, if it helps a, a kid in fifth grade dream about playing on the turf, then uh, then that then that's a great a great mm-hmm. accomplishment for us. Yeah. How many times have you and Dylan been to Bush Stadium at all, just as a fan? <laughs> did you make trips there at all? Did you go more, more we to Milwaukee or Wrigley Field? We have been to Bush Stadium one time okay. when he was about nine. Okay. We went to a Cardinals um, camp. Okay. And this was the first year Bush opened, the new, okay. the new, Bush, new Stadium Bush Stadium opened. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was the hottest day of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the camp was was uh, it was like old um, Cardinal vets and, yeah. and um, our guys – our, the families we went with mm-hmm. were our friends, and they were all Cardinals fans. Okay. They kind of arranged the trip. Gotcha. And we just snuck in a little yeah. baseball <laughs> clinic there, and uh, and so then we you know, we had the clinic during the day with all the all the legends. Mm-hmm. Ozzy Smith was there, yeah. and that okay. was pretty cool. And uh, and then we went to the game later that night, and we melted in both places. <laughs> um, but that's the only time. And okay. The other time uh, I, I took. I took Dylan and his best friend, uh, Dylan Allen, who's mm-hmm. my former quarterback here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took them for their birthday to Miller Park. Okay. Um, gotcha. We got to watch uh, Prince Fielder hit a home run. So there you go. That was pretty cool. Nice. How many Major League ballparks would you say you guys have, have been to? Uh, I think I've been to four. Okay. Four. With uh, also, too, how do, you, uh, how do you not let Tuesday night – obviously, it's a historic moment. You know, soak it all in. Enjoy it as much as you can, possibly, Mark. Uh, <laughs> but how do you let it not, whatever happens Tuesday night, how do you not let it kind of define, I mean, it's a 162-game season, he's making his first major league start, you know, good, bad, indifferent, whatever comes of it, he's got a long road still ahead. Uh, how do you not let, you know, the moment of Tuesday night and the buildup and just the anticipation kind of, you know, overwhelm what's to come the rest of the spring and summer for him at all? Well, hopefully it just gets to be old hat. <laughs> yeah, he's got another game coming up. But, you know, obviously this one has a lot of significance for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just hope he can keep it in intact. It doesn't matter how nervous I get. You yeah. know? So I'm I'm usually pretty quiet. Um, I want to concentrate on things and don't want a lot of distractions. And when he's done, I'll hopefully just smile and be proud of him. Mm-hmm. We talked about this, I think, before we started recording well, we've been going about a half hour, so maybe it <laughs> snuck in at the start of this. But how many folks from Bismarck uh, are going to be there on Tuesday night? I think you mentioned earlier some 300 people-ish maybe going to make the trip. Maybe the more. Entire, the entire town? The entire, uh, <laughs> that's about half the town. I think we're going to take three buses of students uh, okay. Tuesday. Might even get out of school a little early to get, right. him, to get him there. And uh, um, I just I, – I don't even know how many. Mm-hmm. But I, with, with what the tickets that my wife has – provided and her friends and everything else i think it's it's going to be a, a healthy amount uh, he should be well represented owen you're gonna be going are you going to carson the whole, the whole baseball team's going okay i got oh. some former players that um they didn't play for me they're mm-hmm. a little bit older but um Ms. tony foster our athletic uh-huh. director yeah. said yeah these guys that used to play here they they asked him for me to get him some old blue, blue devil jersey because apparently they have <laughs> tickets right behind home plate and they okay. said they're going to be on television through every pitch so <laughs> they wanted to sport the old blue and white so right. that was pretty cool oh and what's that going to be like for you and same thing same question to carson what's that going to be like just uh getting to go to a major league baseball stadium and see a guy that walk these hallways go out on the bump and try to shut down nolan arenado <laughs> and paul goldschmidt and uh, everyone else in that cardinals lineup yeah it's gonna be awesome i mean i've been to mlb games before but i think this one will be even more awesome than, no, I know. <laughs> I know pitching. 
striking these people out. Oh, and are you a Cardinals fan, Cubs fan? Oh, White Sox. Fan. White Sox, White Sox fan. fan. Okay, all right. So you're kind of neutral in this. Yeah. Whole. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Carson, <laughs> what what fan are you? I'm actually a Cardinals fan. I'm a Good Cardinals answer. Fan for a I'm a Cardinals fan right too. Every year, for the most part. I'm a Braves fan on Tuesday night, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, usually for my birthday, for the most part, I get Cardinals tickets around this time. So this is actually, like, was supposed to be my birthday present. (laughs) And then then Coach Don bought the tickets, so, you know. You know, kind of ruined that one for my parents. But so it's like a good. it's like a win win for you on Tuesday night. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Can't, yeah. Go wrong. Can't go wrong. Um, I I know you guys are just dying to get back to class, right? So <laughs> I, I, course, I, I do want to I do want to wrap this up in, in a minute. But first, uh, a couple rapid fire questions for just the two of you. Kind of some things we go through each week here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson, we'll start with you. Most serious teammates. Yeah, who's mm. your most serious teammate on the Bismarck Kenny Roswell Alvin baseball team? I would say Amani Stanford. Amani Stanford. Why yes. so? Because <laughs> he, he gets in his head a lot, and whenever, whenever he's mad, he 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 don't talk, and he's he's pretty mad. He's pretty mad. All right, uh, Owen. Who's the funniest teammate of yours? I would say Hunter Wilson. Hunter Wilson. Yeah. Does he still have the long oh, hair? Yeah. Okay. He just joined what a week ago. <laughs> and, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Carson, who on the team is most like Coach Dodd? Who's, uh, <laughs> oh. who's most similar? Oh, uh, give you a minute to think about mm. it. I'd say Jordan Johnson. Jordan Johnson. Okay. Yeah, they yeah. they both put in the work. Then you know, <laughs> you know both undersized a little bit, <laughs> but you know they they get the job done for sure. I know. Coach, Coach Dodd tells us stories about how great of an athlete he once was. So. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was great. You know, he fills out the lineup and everything. That's Carson's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I'm well prepared. I'm not well prepared. on Monday. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah not on Monday. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Yeah, I think that's about all I've got. What class did we get you guys out of here for this? Uh, I got out of lunch. So. Lunch. Oh, oh yeah, okay. man. I'm yeah, sorry. Go eat some lunch. <laughs> Same. Okay. Same for you? I had study hall. Study, study hall for all. Okay. okay. Nothing Sounds real. <laughs> right on. Well, guys, really appreciate yep. the time. I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, Mark, good luck on, on Tuesday <laughs> uh, for Dylan and yourself. I know it'll be kind of an emotional <laughs> roller coaster, but uh, wishing you guys the best. And Carson and Owen, good luck on, on Monday. Uh, and Fisher, Michael, right? too. And yeah. Michael, too. Acting head coach, <laughs> Michael Grant. So there we go. Well, cool. All right, let's we'll, wrap it up. We'll leave it here. That's Michael Grant, Owen Miller, Carson Stevenson, and Mark Dodd joining us on Extra Prep. We'll sneak in a quick break and come back for a little bit more. This is Extra Prep, our weekly high school sports podcast. Stay with us. For an unprecedented seven years in a row, the News Gazette has been named the state's best newspaper. Nobody covers all the area communities like News Gazette, our county section. Adding a News Gazette subscription is easy. For less than $1 per day, no other media outlet gives you award-winning, in-depth coverage of local news and sports. Please go to news-gazette.com and click on the word subscribe in the banner. Order a News Gazette print subscription today. Welcome back to Extra Prep. Joey Wright and Matt Daniels in our studio for now. If you hear any creaking behind our microphones, it's very windy outside. We're recording this just after 4 o'clock on Friday, March 31st, 2023. And uh, the the weather is, we'll get back to Dylan Dodd, of course, in a second, but the weather is the storyline right now. This this is one of the rare nights where looks like all of our prep events are going to get canceled tonight. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of winds, potential thunderstorms, rained pretty heavily on on Thursday night. So the uh, unpredictable spring weather is in in full effect, Joey, and uh, it wreaks havoc on uh, on spring sports. But uh, 
Decent weather for the most part earlier this week. Uh, a lot of action has happened uh, on on the co- on the fields. I was about to say court uh, on the fields of uh, baseball, softball, girls soccer, some track and field outside getting going. So uh, yeah, it's it's spring sports are always fun, always competitive here in the area. But it sometimes takes a while. I feel just to get kind of the the enthusiasm, the interest, interest revved up, not just among us sports writers here at the News Gazette, but also you know area athletes and, and coaches. Uh, and I think the weather has a lot to do with it, just because it's <laughs> it can be 35 degrees one day with 30-mile-an-hour winds and completely miserable outside, and then the next it's sunny and 70, and then the next it's rainy. It's kind of hard to get into kind of any sort of routine or consistent pattern, but uh, that's just that's just kind of life in, in East Central Illinois in, in the spring. That's how it goes indeed. Uh, one team that has taken the field a couple times this week, of course, Bismarck Henning, Rossville, Alvin Baseball. Want to throw out another shout-out to Carson Stevenson and Owen Miller and Mark Dodd for joining us, assistant coach Michael Grant as well. Want to hit on Dylan Dodd, uh, that storyline, just a little bit more before we wrap up. Of course, Michael Grant will be coaching for mm-hmm. Mark Dodd on Monday when the Blue Devils play Oakwood. And... Uh, course for good reason mark will be in st louis getting ready to uh he'll take take in two cardinals braves games um in two days of course dylan his son will pitch on tuesday yeah let's hope the weather cooperates but yes. uh no really cool story uh, out of vermilion county and uh just uh it's just amazing to to think that uh, a kid from a rural high school in east central illinois close to the indiana state line is Going to be in the starting rotation for a famed organization like the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they've had Hall of Fame pitchers in the past. Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, John Smoltz come to mind. Back in the day, Warren Spahn uh, as well with yep. the Milwaukee Braves. And now Dylan Dodd's going to get the chance to call himself a starting pitcher uh, with the Atlanta Braves. And, and you know, I was here when, when Dylan was in high school at all. And um, probably like his father, Mark, would admit too if you injected him with true serum and, and he is very realistic and and just a kind of straight down the line kind of kind of guy um i don't think anyone foresaw this coming when he was playing high school baseball at bismarck henning at all um he was a three-sport athlete for the blue devils played football was a wide receiver defensive back uh, basketball was a forward i uh, wasn't their leading scorer by any means in, in basketball and then uh baseball is kind of where he shined but he was like mark said too he was he was no more for his hitting uh, especially early on in his high school career he didn't really develop into kind of an ace pitcher until his senior year with the blue devils and then uh parlayed that success in at bismarck Henny and also some really good pitching uh, wise with uh, danville post 210 in the summer up uh, to kankakee community college and had two solid seasons there and that got him the opportunity to to go division one to southeast missouri state again a low major program though in the ohio valley conference and uh and in a weird way i think the pandemic helped him uh, because he took advantage of that bonus year of eligibility at all and uh, was able to kind of really reconfigure his, his pitching at all and, and develop into kind of a full-time pitcher because uh, he wasn't going to try to hit when he uh, first started out in college at SEMO. At and lo and behold, you know, less than two years after he gets drafted by the Atlanta Braves in the third round, which was a pretty big surprise too. I remember being in the newsroom the day that happened, I believe it was July of 2021, 
Uh, we knew the draft was going on. Uh, I believe it was the first year it went to 20 rounds after uh, five rounds in, in 2020 because of the pandemic. And then, you know, we're paying attention to it, but we're not closely monitoring every pick. And then we see right. his name pop up in the third <laughs> round and we're like, holy cow, that's uh, that's really impressive. Um, and it's just rewarding to see a, a kid that's worked so hard uh, from some humble beginnings and... I mean, you drive over to Bismarck, Henning, Roswell, in high school, you're more likely to see acres and acres of farmland than you are houses. And for, cows. And yeah, we saw three <laughs> cows, Joey, after we left the high school on, on Thursday and drove around Bismarck, and that drive took about 30 seconds or so, but you drive right down the, the county road there, and the elementary school's right down the road from the high school, and there are three big cows sitting in a field right next to the elementary school. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of shows you, um, you know, where Dylan Dodd, grew up and uh, where he fell in love with baseball and, and it's taken him to the pinnacle of the sport and uh, again just such a cool story and I think and Mark alluded to it too in our conversation it makes it even kind of more uh, movie like in the sense too yeah. that the, his first start's going to be in St. Louis like you mentioned too Joey it's not like and he's pitching for the Braves it's not like he's no offense to like the Diamondbacks or the Marlins or anything but it's not like he's making his first start like in Seattle against the Mariners with the Diamondbacks or Marlins where there's like 10,000 people. Right. Likelihood 35 to 40,000 people. Pretty much the entire town of Bismarck is going to be mm-hmm. at Bush Stadium. I know the entire baseball team is heading down there on, on Tuesday to, to take it in. And uh, Yeah, it's just uh, just a feel-good story. And uh, I know all of East Central Illinois is, is rooting for Dylan too. And, and again, this doesn't, you know... I don't know how much this means to people at all, but it's pretty cool too. Dylan Dodd has talked to our paper and local media outlets mm-hmm. ever since he kind of became a pro baseball player. He, he talked to Colin, or Colin Likas the day he got drafted in the third round. He talked to Colin again on this past Sunday uh, when he found out life-altering news that he was going <laughs> to be uh, part of the Braves starting rotation at all. And again, that is small potatoes at all, but that just – to me, shows you that he remembers where he came from. Mm-hmm. He he's not too big time at all to you know remember the local paper that covered him in in high school or anything like that. And and frankly, it wouldn't shock me if he he's got his phone. I'm sure has been blowing up the past week with text messages, phone calls, things like that. But for him to have the time to to get a chance to talk to us and to hear him explain everything that happened. Um, again, baseball is kind of a different sport than. You know, the NFL or even the NBA, it's a day-to-day thing. You've got reporters and writers and TV people in in the locker rooms all the time, in the clubhouse before games, after games. So it's not kind of like such a regimented thing that it is in in other pro sports at all. But still, for him to even do that small act, I think just even adds more to this this story. It it would be easy for him to dismiss Colin's text or Mm -hmm. commercial news, local TV, as, oh, my phone was flooded, I didn't see it. You know, he (laughs) would have a kind of a built-in convenient excuse Mm -hmm. if he wanted it. And uh, just just another cool thing, you kind of alluded to it, and we talked about it uh, plenty yesterday on our way back from Bismarck, but, you know, he's getting ready to make his debut in St. Louis. You know, there'll it'll be a, a packed house or mm-hmm. close to it. Um, but he's playing for he's, – he's not making his debut in St. Louis as a member of a team that's rebuilding. Exactly. I mean, he's he's playing for the Braves. Yes. You know, he's, <laughs> um, and, and they've got a really, uh, obviously, a deep organization. Mm-hmm. A lot of – they've got a great rotation as it is. Uh, he'll have to perform. The results will have to be there. But if he can settle in and find his rhythm and put together a solid rookie season, there, there's a chance he could be pitching – 
in the the NLCS. Well, you know, and the, that's exactly. I mean, Braves twenty twenty one World Series champion. Mm-hmm. Obviously, had a dominant run in, in the nineties and two thousands, and and still even under Brian Snitker, another Central Illinois native, uh, pride of Macon, Illinois, near Decatur. Uh, they've become again just kind of a consistent benchmark in, in a very competitive uh, NL East, and you'd have to like Dodd's prospects of sticking around too, based on the fact that the Braves open up, up the season Thursday afternoon. I know Mark Todd was dialed into that game; he yep. had that game up on his phone <laughs> while he was chatting with us uh, when they opened up the the season up in Washington D.C. against the Nationals. But Max Fried. Arguably their best pitcher, mm-hmm. left-handed starter for him, left early in the fourth inning uh, of the opener uh, with a calf issue. I haven't seen anything today, but there's talk that he's probably going to go on the injured list there. So that yep. you would think, again, and Dodd is a guy too that has earned this right to be a starting pitcher with his performance in spring training. But he's also a guy too that is still got options to go back to the minor leagues. And right. if, he, if he doesn't have a good starter two or three, you know, he could go back to AAA at all. This is a definitely a prove-it type situation. By no means is he – I mean, he's not even on the 40-man roster. They have to make a move. Uh, I believe they're going to do that Monday yep. if they haven't done so already. For him, he wasn't listed on the open day roster, but he is scheduled to start on Tuesday. This is definitely a chance where if you go out and perform, and he did that all spring training, he's got a chance to stick around. If not, maybe you see him back in the minors. But again, and, and like Mark Dodd alluded to as well, Again, this is just a, such a cool thing because the anticipation, the buildup for Tuesday night in St. Louis. But Mark made a good point, too, in the fact that he hopes that, you know, in the coming months or so, it's just, oh, ho-hum, he's yeah, got right. another start tonight, <laughs> yeah, whether yeah. it's in... Yeah, he's pitching, he's going against the Yankees. Exactly, yeah, something <laughs> like that. It's not just this all this uh, attention and, and distractions that could come Dylan Dodd's way. But, uh, again... I have a feeling a lot of East Central Illinois and Central Illinois uh, sports fans on, on Tuesday night are going to be uh, there. Again, like Carson Stevenson said, he's a Cardinals fan. It's kind of a win-win for him on yeah. Tuesday night. If the Cardinals win, great. He feels good. But also if Dylan Dodd pitches well in the Braves win, that's a bonus as well. He could root for Dylan to go you know, six uh, shutout innings, and, uh, <laughs> and then the Cardinals maybe come back late. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, no decision we'll of some yeah, kind. Exactly. But, um, and we'd be remiss, too, and it came up a little when we were talking to the guys in Bismarck, but uh, Jackie Robinson, too, a year ago, mm-hmm. he was in the same situation. Danville product mm-hmm. uh, in the Reds organization. In he'll, he'll start in the minors, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's uh, just, just kind of cool to see Vermilion County having yeah, some success. Exactly. Major League Baseball. That's, that <laughs> so is true. Churning them out. Yeah, exactly. And Joe, you were out uh, Thursday afternoon braving the wind uh, like any spring sporting event in these parts uh, of the woods, but uh, you were out at St. Thomas More on Thursday afternoon for an Illini Prairie Conference game between St. Joseph Ogden and uh, STM and was a good afternoon for the visiting Spartans. Came away with a 16-2 win uh, against uh, against the host Sabers. I don't want to put any undue pressure on anyone, but maybe we're talking to Nolan Early's uh, family <laughs> uh, in a few years. He's getting ready to play Major League Baseball, but he had a two-run home run in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Uh, wind was blowing out to left field. I think it helped the ball get out, but mm-hmm. still would have been extra bases at least. And um, and from that moment, uh, he drove in Maddox Carter, who had mm-hmm. had an RBI double earlier that frame. Uh, from that point, it was clear the Spartans were hitting the ball well, and mm-hmm. uh, they weren't going to be denied easily. Almost put it away in five innings, but the Sabres rallied in the bottom of the fifth so showed some life I, th- I think it was a better I think St. Thomas More is a better team than what mm-hmm. the, the the performance show but and while it was a pretty nice day you know it wasn't uncomfortable outside you know you, you fall down early it's windy kind of mm-hmm. cool you can just tell you don't have it it's easy yeah. to let that slip away from you but Caleb Oaks pitched well on the mound I think he went uh four and two thirds yeah 4.2 struck so it out for not, struck yeah, out eight, eight no walks batters, for uh, for the Spartans and uh, solid 
Yeah, both programs are uh, good, uh, good, successful programs. STM won a won a won a class one a sectional title uh, last uh, June, I want to say, and uh, made it to a super sectional. And uh, St. Joe, uh, under what Josh Haley n- has mm-hmm. done with that program, is always one of the the benchmarks in the area. Uh, made it to a sectional title game last season in 2A. I believe they've won, I think, I have to go back and ch- double-check this, with seven or eight straight regional titles, uh, two state runner-up finishes in back-to-back years in 2016 and 2017. So you always kind of know what to expect with St. Joseph Ogden, but a, a good early season win. Uh, both teams will be tested often uh, throughout the regular season. And really so far, both in baseball and softball in the area, no real dominant team has emerged through the first two-plus weeks of, of the regular season. Uh, would have been a good game on on Friday afternoon, good softball game. Uh, Tuscola was, about, was supposed to head up to Fisher uh, for a good small school battle there, but uh, the weather derailed those plans. Don't know if that game will get rescheduled or not, but, uh, yeah, spring sports are off and running and uh, will be for the you know next six, seven weeks or so. But uh, one last thing we need to get to before we uh, sign off this week. Uh, boys basketball news came out Wednesday afternoon. Lacante Knicks uh, right. resigning after two seasons as the the Champaign Central head coach uh, said he's got some some personal slash medical issues that he he needs to take care of and not only a huge loss for Champaign Central basketball uh, but also for Champaign Central football and Champaign Central baseball. Uh, longtime assistant coach in both those sports did not coach football this past fall and has stepped aside from his his baseball duties with John Stopp's program. But I know Knicks didn't have the success uh, as the varsity head coach. They want to longtime assistant coach, JV coach within the central program, his alma mater, uh, only went 10 and 42 in, in two seasons. But it had some promising underclassmen this season. Whoever the new coach is next season, uh, you got a guy like Chris Bush you yep. can kind of build around and, and see where you can take the program back. But uh, just want to wish all the best to uh, to Lacante as, as he deals with whatever he he's got going on in his his life. Um, and again, you hate to see it too because you he's the type of guy that um, you know bleeds Maroons mm-hmm. basketball, and for him to not be able to kind of get that program back to where it was in the past under Jeff Finke, Scott Davis, obviously the the legendary Lee Kabuti and, and what he accomplished in his Hall of Fame coaching career. But, um, again, he's a guy that, um, you know, spent years and decades of his life devoted to Champaign Central Athletics and Champaign Central Basketball. So curious to see, though, who uh, the Maroons get into uh, to fill his spot next season. Yeah, the uh, the hot stove. That'll be interesting to watch. And uh, and and I hope Lacante hangs around town. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a he's a teacher at Champaign Central, well mm-hmm. regarded uh, within those hallways. Does a lot of great work, uh, even off the court. You know, he instituted a program when he took the helm last year. Mm-hmm. Maroons will go to a, an mm-hmm. elementary school each yep. week and read to the kids. Just just stuff like that. You know. Uh, vibrant friendly mm-hmm. guy a very helpful and and hope that he hangs around uh maybe we can bring him on extra prep oh, sure. sometime as, exactly. a, as a guest uh, he was already on yeah, he has. was already on <laughs> earlier this year but he's a guy that just exudes enthusiasm yep. and, and passion uh for high school athletics and uh, you just wish him all the best moving forward absolutely anything else we want to touch on as we Put a bow on a very uh, Dylan Dodd, Bismarck Kenning, Rossville <laughs> Alvin centric episode, but but well deserved. Looking mm-hmm. forward to seeing how that all plays out. Uh, I know I'll be be tuned in on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. seeing seeing how the Braves fare. And you uh, you used him on MLB the Show twenty three. That's other right. Day. Oh, how could I, how could we forget? Yeah, yeah, when we talked with the guys yesterday, that game was in progress. I had uh, I had not completed it. <laughs> I finished it last night. 
Dodd went uh, seven innings, gave up two runs, although okay. those were more so my fielding errors. Than, uh, I, I hope he gets more help than what virtual Austin Riley gave him. Uh, he about threw a ball into the dugout. And then I let in an inside-the-park home run because I couldn't control. It was, it was not good. So it was operator error. Yeah, operator error, okay. yes. But he pitched well, and then Colin McHugh, I brought him in for a, a six-out save. Okay. So there you go. See how it plays out. I'm sure all of Bismarck would love to see Dylan Dodd go seven innings on, on Tuesday night against the Cardinals. Yeah, seven innings, two runs, couple couple. I don't think I walked anyone, okay. so it was a solid outing. All right. yeah, one earned run. He was right? just mowing them down like he did Vermilion Valley Conference schools back in the day. That's right. It's like, Nolan Arenado, <laughs> step aside. I've taken care of teams like Westville and Schlarman and yep. Georgetown Ridge Farm. You, this is nothing. Yeah, it was like he's playing the Chrisman Cardinals, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's the equivalent. But, um, again, appreciate everyone from Bismarck and Rossville, Alvin, for, for hosting us and taking some time with us this week. That's where we'll leave this episode for now. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate everyone involved, and we'll catch you next week on Extra Prep, our weekly high school sports podcast.